presenting to you the interactive space for critical and objective open thinking with Martian UFO produced by Martian UFO Media the best podcast on air with your hearty host catch episodes weekly on Apple and Spotify podcasts Everybody. Welcome to Floating in Space with Martian UFO. I'm uh, Martian UFO, of course, and I just want to take a second to say that uh, it's a nice, moderately starry, you know, kind of breezy, um, clear night here. The uh, full moon is out, as I love to see. You know, it's, it's uh, a weird phenomenon about the full moon, but I, I tend to look at it in, in a positive light for whoever kind of gets their weird days on on full moon days or whatever but um i also want to take some time to talk about the fact that i know i i i spend a lot of time shouting out different um groups of people in different areas and uh really thanking the listeners and everything like this and it's just a reminder that i really do appreciate the people who take the time to listen especially when i see the list uh get longer of course and there's different areas on there and definitely pertaining to the subject matter today, uh, it's um, giving shout-outs to the Americans and different states here, which is going to be um, Virginia, Washington, Texas, and Connecticut. And then, of course, the Canadians, thank you. Um, the Netherlands, the UK, Ireland, and Spain is, is what we got so far. So thank you to everybody from those areas. You know, share it with your friends your family, if uh, you think that the subject matter pertains to them, of my, of my show and, and whatnot. And I think there's just another reminder too, because I'm noticing a lot of things and it's it's funny that uh, I speak about certain things, cancel culture and this and that, and certain things are starting to happen now, but I was prepared for it. Of course, I knew what it was when you start a platform and you put yourself out there. Um, Certain people love you, certain people hate you, it is what it is. And um, I think it's uh, interesting to note, of course, that, you know, my show is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. The topics that I talk about probably aren't going to be interesting to every single person. And a lot of people, you know, might just not even be interested or might not want to hear it. And that's that's all good. Like I said before, I uh, I love the supporters. And I love the haters even more. That uh, fuels the motivation, fuels the fire. And um, it's always good to have a balance of both, I think. It's healthy or whatever. But yeah, man, I'm going to get into it. Uh, What I was going to talk about today really was uh, the subject of Breonna Taylor. And before I get into it, I'll take some time to send uh, condolences, even though, you know, they won't really actually hear it from me. But condolences to the families of uh, Breonna Taylor, of course, uh, George Floyd, and Ahmaud Arbery. And um, really, the reason that I'm talking about this is because I know that uh, 
um, some or may uh, uh, some people may have followed uh, the story um, and I looked into it a little bit and I wanted to speak to the uh, the misinformation and just kind kind of uh, go over the facts and help correct the story and it's, it's uh, interesting because the story it pertains to the people in the, in the states probably the most because this happened in the U.S. and she was from Louisville, Kentucky. So uh, from anybody there who was really, you know, it's close to home, um, who was in the area and, and things like this. So um, when I first heard of this story, it was, uh, I think the the story came out as uh, the um, insinuation that she was asleep in bed when the uh, the police officers showed up to her door and um, they ended up shooting uh, shooting up her apartment and basically um, killing her killing her sorry in her sleep and um, I just want to say that that information um, it's false. Um, for sure, the police did uh, did mess up. It was a bot trade, but the story that came up about it was uh, was incorrect. And I think that it's um, it's just irresponsible. It's it's disingenuous. It's spreading misinformation, especially for for certain public figures, certain athletes, and then celebrities who are coming out now and speaking about it, especially. Um, you know about the fact that you know yes say her name say her name but then talk about what actually happened as well don't just um don't sweep the uh, the real story under the rug and realize that you know there was uh certainly an initiative uh, initiative after with this because um uh let's say for a group like uh black lives matter for example black lives matter um, beyond the actual phrase itself is an actual, is a group, right? They're a fund and they, um, make money basically off of the phrase, off of, um, the commercialization of it, which I'm not going to get into too much, but really, um, really just to speak about these facts, to get into the facts and to talk about the key people, who they are and, why they are uh, important in this story. So, Brianna Taylor, of course. Um, Jamarcus Glover, who was her, her ex at the time. Uh, supposed drug dealer, maybe. A suspect of a drug investigation um, by the uh, Louisville, Kentucky Police Department. And then her current boyfriend at the time, uh, Mr. Kenneth Walker. Um, and so... Uh, Let's see, it said that they, that she had a passive kind of friendship type relationship with um, Jamarcus, Mr. Glover at this time, that they kind of, um, I don't know if they still saw each other, if it was like a working relationship or if, um, if something was going on, but they had, um, they had seen him, they had specifically spotted him at her apartment uh, 45 days and 30 days prior to the raid. And, uh, in the first incident, 
he was picking up a UPS package at her apartment and I guess they they photographed him and obviously since he's the suspect of a drug investigation and the second time he was seen um, allegedly using her vehicle so you could say that they were obviously you know comfortable enough with each other that they might have still been talking might have might have possibly been doing business maybe and so <coughs> the police had uh, enough reason or indication to think that um that uh jamarcus might have been using her apartment as a staff spot he might have had drugs there he might have had weapons there possibly um money made off the sale of narcotics or whatever and so uh, there was, you know, reason enough to believe that something may have been happening, which gave them enough reason to go and get warrants. They had, uh, let's see here, they got five warrants signed by a judge in Louisville to perform the no-knock warrant, which is kind of the issue at hand when it says that, um, you know, they just showed up, didn't denounce themselves, and... Um, and just and you know ended up shooting went in and, and just shot up the place it didn't happen like that you know the first uh piece of misinformation is the fact that she wasn't alone uh she was with her current boyfriend at the time uh kenneth walker at that time and when the police showed up there they were under the impression that she would be alone because they had already went out and identified where jamarcus glover was um that night and um, since they had his location and in the police report, I think it said that because uh, she didn't have any children, they they didn't think that there would be anybody at the house. They thought that they would show up. They would perform um, the search warrant, whatever. They wouldn't find any. Uh, they'd either find something, wouldn't find anything and that they would leave. And it didn't end up that way. And we're going to talk about why. Um... So this is getting into Mr. Kenneth Walker now. Who is Mr. Kenneth Walker and why was he at her place? So supposedly he he lived with her. They lived together. But Mr. Glover, Jamarcus, he had his uh, his registered address was uh, Brianna Taylor's address, which gave them, I guess, more information, you know, more indication that, hey, they might have still some type of passive relationship with each other because obviously he he's either staying with her or he goes there frequently and it says that they had the five warrants leading up to the incident at the time um that he was using her car that he was picking up ups and really um what happened when when um, the police, so the police show up at Brianna Taylor's house or her apartment, and it says that they actually knocked on the door three times, and that after they did announce themselves, and Brianna and Mr. Kenneth Walker were apparently in the bed sleeping, and they were, you know, they were uh, woken up by the uh, the knocking on the door. Uh, apparently, Kenneth said that he did not hear the announcement and he wasn't aware of, you know, uh, the fact that it was police officers at the door. But when him and Brianna got up and entered the hallway, so he's a he's a registered gun owner. 
and um, he had his gun with him. And he decided to bring his gun to the hallway uh, to check and see who was at the door. So at this time, uh, you can understand that uh, Mr. Kenneth Walker has enough understanding or knowledge about his surroundings that, you know, he might need to have his weapon on him. Uh, The fact that he would carry it and bring it to the door, obviously, you know, tells me that he knew enough about the place that he would need to defend himself, might need to defend her. Maybe this spot was being used as a, as a drug spot or a stash spot or a money spot, something. But anyways, um, they enter the hallway. And uh, I guess, I, I don't know if it's important to remind people that, you know, with no-knock warrants, uh, the police aren't actually required to announce themselves, you know, based on the information that they had and the fact that, and, you know, it was also said that uh, they showed up to the wrong address, that apparently it was the wrong address that they showed up at and that they shot up this girl in bed. That's wrong. That's that's incorrect information. It was the right address. Her name was on the warrant. And then um, Jamarcus uh, Glover's name was on the warrant. And so the police, you know, at this time, decide to enter the apartment. So at the same time that they're entering, uh, Kenneth Walker uh, sees them and uh, he, in that moment, I guess he fears for his life and he ends up firing a shot uh, towards the floor, but he hits the leg of one of the uh, officers, hits him in the femoral artery. And so the officer is, you know, at the moment, he he's starting to bleed out basically. And um, basically, you know that when you shoot at the police officers or when you pose a threat, you know, they're obviously going to shoot back. So the police officers reacted to him shooting first and shot back. And in the return fire, um, I think 22 shots were fired. He didn't get hit by any of the shots, but eight of the shots hit uh, Breonna Taylor, unfortunately. And I think of the officers, um, one of them fired about 10 shots, so he fired the most. And he got fired, um, and I think the other two uh, were were not uh, not arrested. And I think the investigation just went into, into it now. And I, I think I want to talk about just my opinion a little bit because you know the fact that when it was coming out, the information about it, and people were, um, you know, it was kind of coming out around the same time of the George Floyd tape and the Ahmad Ar- Ar- Arbery tape being released. And so it's important that when I mentioned those people almost kind of use this like it was the same kind of incident, but it wasn't based on the information, based on the facts that, you know, people can go and look up these facts and find the correct articles that have, you know, what actually happened and statements made by Kenneth Walker himself. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, I want to be careful with what I say. You gotta be, gotta be careful. This is uh, touchy stuff, definitely. Um, you know the fact that people were—I don't want to say hyping it up, but rallying around the fact that yes, she died, and it was definitely a mistake, a boss trade that and and she didn't have to die very unfortunate but um nobody came out and really said 
uh, hey, this is actually what happened, was talking about the facts. And I was thinking, you know, I, I listened to a video, you know, someone talking about it, and they said that they didn't believe that an investigation would actually take uh, place unless there was enough uh, political pressure or too much political pressure. I think that's what happened because in uh, in terms of the officers, the one that was uh, fired, you know, maybe maybe they could try him. But the ones that were uh, that weren't arrested, that are still working, I think it's important to mention the fact that, you know, this is different. This isn't the same kind of case as the, the other two. The fact that they didn't just go there and shoot up a black girl who was sleeping in bed, that there was actually a shot fired. Um, an officer's life was threatened uh, to the fact that he almost died. He lived, actually. He didn't bleed out. He lived. Um, and this is what happened as a result. But people put out the story that um, it was another, you know, black shooting, another uh, black killing. And um, it's important to mention the facts Um in this case, and I, you know, I don't want to take any sides or, or whatever, but I am of the opinion, I guess, that uh, um, besides, you know, maybe shitty training or or not necessarily having all the right information before going out and executing the warrant, um, you know, maybe the other officers should be fired as well, but I don't know if it's fair to say that any of them should be tried based on the information and based on the facts of what happened. So uh, going back into the information, um, as we said, the uh, eight shots hit Brianna and none of them hit Kenneth. And so at this time, I think um, he initially he lied to the officers or lied in his his, uh, initial statement and said that. Brianna was actually the one who had the gun and was the one who fired the shot. And so, you know, he already is lying after she is just just passed away, just been killed, basically. And so he was at fault for that mistake. And um, I think, um, you know, again, speaking about the fact that there's so much emotion around this case that, you know, I watch the NBA games and a lot of the guys have uh, say her name on the back of their jerseys and Brianna Taylor and all this kind of stuff. And it's important because she, again, I, I got to say, she didn't have to be lost like that. But it's just interesting that the information came out the way that, you know, it did and that nobody really spoke about uh, what actually happened that, you know, the police officers were, were fired at first. And um, if anybody knows anything about uh, police training or whatever, if police officers are actually fired at or if someone poses a threat to them in terms of holding a gun or anything like this, um, when they shoot back, um, they don't just, you know, fire one shot or a couple of shots. They, it's the, the training that tells them that they're supposed to empty the clip, basically. And all of them, all the officers do that. So then you have the result of, of, of what happened, basically. Because um, I think that it said that, you know, in, in their fire, one of the, the bullets ended up going into one of the other apartments. And it was basically real messy, really a sloppy job on their part. So that's where the shitty training comes in, where, um, um, you know, I think kind of 
fast forwarding a little bit as a result of everything that happened they um they ended uh no knock warrants in louisville in june i'm pretty sure they, they took that out of uh of what the officers are allowed to conduct so no more knock warrants that's really what happened quickly uh as a result of the case but now you know we're looking at um an investigation so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the investigation of of these officers if they're all fired if they're arrested um we'll see but you know kenneth mr walker he was initially arrested for attempted murder on one of the officers but they uh grand jury dismissed the charge because um he's a bug here my bad uh, grand jury dismissed the charge because during the investigation, uh, the investigation that they were doing, um, uh, the police department and, and testimony, the information that they were giving to the courts, they failed to mention that um, the arrest of Mr. Walker was actually linked to the Breonna Taylor case. And so they were accused of um, withholding information, basically. And the grand jury decided to throw out the case for 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 that reason um, yeah there's a bit more information here um, there's not really too much like basically I think I, I got to the point of, of what happened and talking about why it happened really because it's <clears throat> this is a uh, something that happened a little bit like a, a while ago now and i just felt you know the conviction i felt like i needed to speak about it especially because the the investigation the, the story about the investigation starting to happen now and you know i didn't think that an, an investigation would happen based on the information that i read when i went and i found out about it and i was like okay well it's definitely not what um what people are saying it is because even when i talked to uh people that i know about it they said that they were under the impression that it was that story that yeah a girl got shot in bed while she was sleeping and um that's not what it was and i just want to remind people that's not that that, that that's not what it was and for you know anybody who's listening it's important to i guess spread the the real information to remind people that the the facts matter even in the um the wake of trying to, uh, what, what do I say here? In the wake of trying to uh, respect her and remember her res- uh, respectfully, you know, you got to remember that not everything happens the way that uh, the media says it does, that as soon as the story happens, the information that's coming out right away might not always be the right information, that when you find out the right information, you know, you gotta remember that uh, it's important to, I guess, just uh, correct and to to try and uh, get the facts straight on the story. And, and at the end of the day, you know, rest in peace again to Brianna Taylor. And I think, yeah, I didn't really want to go too long on this topic, on this subject, but just to uh, just to get the story straight. And um, yeah, man, I thank y'all again for for being here with me on another episode of uh, Floating in Space. And I hope you guys enjoy your night, and we'll see you again soon.